Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, it is an awesome Friday like a mug, Slee. I'm, I'm pretty excited. I get, you know what I get? What? I get Sunday. I get. I haven't oh, had a Sunday right. in a few. I see Emily's excited. She she understands what that's about. We get a we yeah. get a Sunday back. We get okay, a do me a favor. Weekend I, last Sunday, Lakers didn't have a game, and me as the team player I am said I'm going to come out to SoFi Stadium. <laughs> Not a chance. I'm going to come hang out with you. <laughs> get a chance to see Kirk. Hang out with Amanda. Um, I did that because that's what teammates well, do. It's very similar not, to what we're trying to get Odell Beckham to see as he comes to the Rams. So with that, that in is, mind, that is so misleading. This Sunday, the Lakers have a afternoon game. It's a twelve thirty yeah. game. Pre-game starts at eleven o'clock. Myself and Michael, I'll probably start prepping around nine o'clock. Grab a nice cup of Joe in the morning. So with all that said. Um, when are me, you, and Emily seeing each other during the game? Are you guys want to see each other at halftime? You want well, to do first of all, the, the the equivalent would be if I just kind of walked by the broadcast location, looked at you and Michael, and went, "Hey, what's up, fellas?" and just kept moving because that's about how much time you spent at the at the at the set on Sunday. You came by, you patted me on the back, "Hey, Trav, good to see you," and then I turned around, you were gone. Like you couldn't have been there for thirty seconds. Okay, this is this is why. The the reason is I didn't know you're, you're on the air. What do you want me to do? What just do you want, want me to do? Out. I wanted. To, I, here's what I wanted. Uh-huh. I wanted to be able to just kind of point at you when the next felt like person I was that came lingering. by and said, "Hey, hey, hey, where's Lee?" And I wanted to go. He's right there. He's right there. Right there. You know, that's what you had in your mind. You know what I had in my mind? I'm like, these guys are probably saying, why is Sleela just lingering by the broadcast? Does this guy have a game to go watch? They ask every single time. You ready for one quick bonus, Ask Slee? Let's do it. New name, too. Always love this. This is from Dirty Wizard, who says, when someone agrees with Slee, does he do the finger gun gesture and make the clicking sound with his mouth? Are you the guy when somebody agrees with you? Bang, bang. <laughs> bang. <laughs> I like the, the audible bang, bang is even better. Uh, bang, bang. Yeah, I got to do that. Next time I'm in studio. Bang, bang. And you say, hey, that's a good point. Bang, bang. <laughs> there, by the way, if that's that not a drop. That would get very annoying incredibly <laughs> that, fast. That needs to be a drop incredibly fast. Bang, bang, indeed. All right, ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Uh, Joe Lacob, owner of the Warriors, yep. was on a, a radio We're station light up years in the away. The moment he said that, by the way, they started going downhill. Just, Joe, just do your thing. You, you gotta, you're running a you great know, franchise there. You drafted well. <laughs> just do your thing. You don't have to run your mouth. Why? It's by the way, it's not just Joe Lacob who did that. Just mm-hmm. refresh everybody's mind, Slee. What he said. This was what four or five years ago yeah. when he said that they were light years ahead of everybody mm-hmm. else in the NBA when it came mm-hmm. to analytics and scouting and all yep. those things. Yep. And that's when they were the best team in basketball. They were mm-hmm. winning championships. I get that's it. That's when but, KD was there. Right. Yeah. What? Why? Why? Just just go out there and that's win your sixty-five games and get a championship and keep it moving. And, and, and oh, by the way, the last person you want to run your mouth is your owner because you know what the owner can't do. 
go face the team that they're about to face that night or go up against some of these other players who kind of have it in their mind. Is this is the owner chirping? I don't need to hear the owner chirp. It's like Kroenke literally coming out tomorrow and just being like, you know what, guys? I don't know about the rest of the NFL, but these guys are bums. Look Chumps. what we're doing. Oh, by the way, Stafford, go out there and go play this team or that squad. I, I'm not a fan of when yeah, – it's unnecessary. Let's put it that way. Bang, bang. All right, so Joe Lankup, uh was on the radio up in the Bay Area and was talking about Steph. And, yep. and what he said was, how many championships does LeBron have? Four? Steph has three. I really want to see Steph get into that pantheon, at least equal to him, nothing against him. Okay, let me let me start here. It's already disrespectful when you say <laughs> nothing against him. Yeah, no, the second you say no disrespect, get ready, because you're about to be deeply disrespected. Mm-hmm. Um, let, I am a huge Steph Curry fan. I, I think that he is revolutionary, literally. Mm-hmm. He revolutionized the NBA. He brought an element to the game that did not exist until his arrival, and now the entire league is trying to replicate what he did. He's the he, greatest shooter yep. in the history of the NBA. He, he's that for sure, and mm-hmm. he's a guy. He, look, he's what, how big is Steph? 6'3"? He, he is a regular-sized person mm-hmm. that is able to dominate a game that is dominated by big human beings. He, he's, he's not 6'9 or 10 or even 6'6 sure. six, six or 7. He's, he's not LeBron. No, he, he's not physically mm-hmm. speaking. He is mm-hmm. a regular guy, and he has revolutionized the NBA. He is box office. That If I'm flipping channels and I see the yep. Warriors on ESPN yep. or TNT, I'm stopping and I'm watching because I want to see stuff. Let me add a couple compliments to that. He's a team dude. Yep. The guy understands what it takes to win. Um, you know, even though he gets a lot of individual praise, I don't see him as a selfish player on the basketball floor. Hey, we're much better off when Clay is scoring 30 or, hey, let's all go recruit to try and bring Kevin Durant over here. He's also the right leader to have. No, all true. Bang, bang. So the (laughs) – by the way, it's going to be my thing now. It's already – yeah, it's already (laughs) – I've already go Could have waited a half hour? Wait a half hour to use it. (laughs) So – with that said, yep. get ready for it. Mm-hmm. No disrespect to Steph. Get the out of here. Bro, we ain't even in the conversation. What are we get, doing get, here? What are we get doing here? the out of here. What kind of a conversation just, is this? Just because if they have the let, – let's say Steph gets one more and LeBron yeah. stays at four. Yeah. They're not equals. Stop. Don't, don't, don't even try to make this argument because by that logic, you're saying Draymond Green is equal to it, LeBron James. He's not, I, I don't think – I don't think that's the same logic. I think he is putting Steph Curry up uh, in a conversation. I, I know what you're trying to say. What you're trying to say is, okay, well, you can't just obviously Well, he made the argument about championships. That, right. that's, that's, a, that's such a narrow way to look at this. Steph is one of the all-time greats in this league, but mm-hmm. he ain't LeBron James, man. Come on. Okay, so what, are, what are we is, doing? This is, this is the other problem is it's coming from the owner's mouth. I don't like that. I don't like that because let me just use as an example. If he would have said – you know what, um, it, it would mean so much to get another championship to the Warriors. We really just want to keep adding. There have been chapters to the Golden State Warriors, right? They won before Kevin Durant was there. They won. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> I gave him the finger guns. Middle of a good point here. I didn't want to interrupt you with a verbal bang-bang, so I gave you a visual one. They won before KD. That's chapter one. Right, a lot of these guys too weren't drafted number one. A lot of these they put together this squad. It's it's pretty amazing what they've done and and just the way they put it together. Then they went out there and found a way to convince Kevin Durant. Hey, I know we just 
you just lost to us in seven games and you probably should have beat us, but you didn't score in the final three minutes. Neither did Russell Westbrook in game six at Oklahoma City Thunder. So why don't you just come play with us? They figured out how to, you know, you want to talk about pitching timeshares. They pitched him an unbelievable timeshare. He came. They went to three straight no, finals. No, they pitched him a mansion on top of the hill. That wasn't a timeshare. <laughs> this was the nicest house in the nicest city with the best views and a pool yeah. and a butler yeah. and a Batmobile. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this was not a timeshare. This was hey, the nicest house in the world. Hey, you want to not earn a championship? Come on over here. <laughs> come, right, come right over here where they probably won't give you credit for winning it. Um, okay, so you, 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 the second chapter was with KD, and then KD gets injured, and then Clay gets injured. And now all of a sudden it's a it's a it's not a rebuild because Steph is still there, Draymond's still there, but you're kind of rebuilding, it's right? A reset. You're, you're, you're you're resetting. So it's this is the third chapter of it. If he says well, it would be so amazing to win the four, why are you bringing LeBron James and Steph Curry into the same conversation? It's not because I know you and I, Trav, we spent a lot of time on this. When people say, what are the greatest players to ever play the game? And go look back at the Wilts and the Kareems and the Bill Russells and the Magics and the Jordans and the Birds. You're taking all these different eras. You know whose name is always brought up? It's LeBron. LeBron. Steph Curry is is not brought up. And I'm not saying that he's trying to make the case that Steph Curry and LeBron are on the same level. But he kind of – the quote is is kind of saying that. No, it's not kind of saying it. He's exactly – by bringing LeBron's name into that conversation, it wasn't – Hey, if he got to four, he joins a list of these other great players. It would be mm-hmm. great to see him join LeBron James and Magic Johnson or you know Kobe Bryant go, or whatever. Go, whatever go throw be. Steph Curry on those Cleveland Cavaliers teams it, it, and see, on, see where they're going to get to. Steph Curry, again, I, no disrespect or what yeah. did he say? No, don't mean to insult or whatever, whatever the qualifier was. He's never been a finals MVP. Okay, Le- LeBron, LeBron James has been a finals MVP on three different teams. <laughs> With three different championship squads in L.A. and Miami and Cleveland, please stop trying to because I don't I don't think it elevates Steph. What he's saying isn't elevating Steph to no. LeBron's level. It's making LeBron seem something less than he is. And 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 and, and this comes back to one of my number one beefs. Mm-hmm. I, and I don't get it. And this has nothing to do with Steph. Mm-hmm. Why Always. are people constantly trying to minimize? LeBron and make it less than what he's done. Why is there always a yeah, well, but or he doesn't do this or he doesn't do that? It's when we talk about other great players, it's here are all the wonderful things that they do. Here's what they've done for their organizations. Here's what they did with their teammates. Here's what they've done individually. It's almost never, yeah, but they didn't do this, 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 this. With LeBron, it's always, yeah, yeah, he's great, but he hasn't done this. He's not this guy. He's not that guy. Mm -hmm. LeBron Mm -hmm. holds this weird place in people's brains where all they want to do is dump on him. I don't, I don't get it. Well, on top of that, you know, you look at the Golden State Warriors right now. And that, by the way, the finals MVP thing, that is, you know, arguably the strongest point anyone will ever make. And that's, bang, bang. again, I'm not trying to take I'm not trying to take away anything from Steph, but it's the reality. I mean, LeBron, every squad he's been on, there's no question about it. Hey, not only did you win the championship, you're the reason why you won the championship. You're the sole reason why that squad won the championship. So um, and, and let, let's look at this real quick. What are the what's the Golden State Warriors record right now? Ten and one, I think. They're ten and one. Yeah. They have the best record in the NBA in a couple game cushion. And oh by the way, Clay Thompson isn't there. Um, you know, eventually they're gonna get healthy as well. And I, I, I mentioned this to you. 
that they have, they're a really, really interesting predicament. And this is part of the story that tells the Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors, this shouldn't be a Steph Curry versus LeBron James, any of that stuff. The story that the Golden State Warriors, they can make an argument. If they if they come out with, look at these guys, they're 32, 33 years old. That's where Steph is, Clay is, you know, age-wise. They got another three, four-year window here to try to win a, another championship or maybe even more. And I, I, I mentioned that, Trav. What their goal should be, and I think this is the conversation, is this one of the best seven, eight-year runs in the NBA? And what I'm talking about there, you obviously need a couple more championships to add to that, but that's the conversation with the Warriors. The Warriors is you've been good, you've been bad, you've had injuries, but you're always there, you're always in the mix, and Golden State you know, making a case early on that they're going to be a team to reckon with. You know what Golden State reminds me of and has nothing to do with basketball? I'll tell you what it is next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Monday's going to be awesome. We're going to have a full weekend of NFL football. We're going to have a couple of Laker games to break down. Who knows? Maybe we've got some baseball stuff that's come down the pipeline. And Rams are on Monday night, Al. I have, I'm going to get a lot of radio time on Monday. Looking forward to it. Maybe we'll see Von Miller. I th- you think we're going to get them? We're going to get Von Miller? I don't know if we'd see OBJ this quick since it just happened yesterday, but I think we might get Von Miller. I can't wait. Yeah, I think Von Miller would be more of the pressing one, right? You want to, just another fantastic defender. Um, Odell, if it's not this week, it's the following week. I, I think there's you have that luxury. You're in that luxury. Yeah, by the way, Monday, this never happens. Lakers, Monday night. Rams Monday night. We're going to have both games going on at the same time. So if you're somebody chilling, kicking back in L.A., you get to go through Lakers-Chicago Bulls, which Ooh, is a great a matchup, too. and then the Monday night game with the uh, 40- – by the way, yeah, it's going to be about 5.30 kickoff, 7.30 for Lakers. So, yeah, got a couple hours in between there. Watch the Rams game and then flip over and there you uh, go. watch, watch the second Lakers basketball. The, the Lakers basketball. ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit Progressive.com. So, we were talking about what the owner of the Warriors said about Steph and, and, and LeBron. Yeah. And we'll put that aside for a second. But you mentioned at the end of the segment where – Warriors are 10-1. and one. They have the best record in the NBA. They look really good. And not just do they look really good. They look cohesive. They look sure. like all the, the, the pieces fit really well together. Um, they're going to get Klay Thompson back sooner than later. Hopefully, you know, I wish it was tomorrow. I want to see Klay play. But maybe around Christmas, maybe around New Year's, we'll see. Time, time will tell. But he's going to slide right in because he's Klay Thompson. He knows how to play in that offense. He's a great player. It's familiar. All of those things. You look at the pieces that they've developed. You look at the pieces that they've gone out and found from other teams and brought in. You look at the way that they use their draft picks. You look at the way that they scouted and drafted. Uh, all of these things. Mm-hmm. You know who they remind me of? They got Who's a ton that? of money. Mm-hmm. They've got an unbelievable history, you know, both recently and traditionally. Okay, They're the Dodgers of the NBA. They, 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 they're they really good at spending money when they – hey, who's who's great? Cost a ton of money? Fine, get him. Bring Kevin Durant in here. The, the best player – that's Mookie Betts. 
right? You want to draft guys that maybe other guys don't see that there's value in and put them in. You know they're going to work for you. Well, that's Clay. That's Draymond. A lot of other people had opportunities to draft Clay and Draymond and didn't do it. And Steph. And Steph, right? Mm-hmm. Steph wasn't the first pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. They developed their own guys. They go out and recognize that there are other players on other teams that will fit really well with what they do. That's Andre mm-hmm. Iguodala. They've just got all of the things that the Dodgers have, and when it comes time to make a deal, which, by the way, the Warriors are set up in a position to do by the time we get to the NBA trade deadline, they've got assets. They've got things that other people want. They have payroll flexibility. They have draft flexibility. They have player asset flexibility. These are all Dodger trades. I I thought a year ago um, I was kind of making the argument, but then Clay got hurt, and there's a – there's a balance of having patience, and it's tough to do it in certain markets, especially when you're expected to win. So, you know, for the Lakers, there isn't really patience. It's, well, what the hell is going on? You know, go all in, hurry up. Uh, what do you mean we just got off to a um, – you're 5-5 five and five through 10 games? No, 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 this isn't – there's just – that. there's certain markets where the patience isn't there because your expectation is to win. The Warriors are in an interesting spot come this trade deadline because they – have already got off to a start that shows, okay, we can hang with a lot of teams in the NBA based off of what we already have. They're 10-1 and one right now. When Clay Thompson comes back, Clay is one of, look, you just hope that he's going to, he had two really bad injuries. Hopefully all the time off, Clay Thompson is still a, you know, a version of himself. And I'm not talking about on the offensive end because right. Michael has said that his shot is better than it's ever been because he has not been able to be mobile. So all he's done is just spent all this time shooting jumpers, which is scary to think that he's got <laughs> a better jumper say, than he imagine, had before. Imagine Clay Thompson saying, I've never shot the ball better than yeah, I have right now. Yeah, that's terrifying. Makes no sense at all. Um, but the one thing you know, with Clay, the question is going to be, okay, is he still the same player on defense? Is he still the player that's able to kind of move laterally and everything else? But this is the unique position that the Warriors are in. They're unique because when the trade deadline comes, they have Andrew Wiggins. They have James Wiseman, who's a young player, that maybe they're thinking, no, we never trade this guy. We're building for the future. They got other players that they're making look better than they probably are right now because they're on a team that's playing great team basketball and they're firing up a lot of threes. And so – they have something that if Clay comes back and it looks like, hey, this is the year, like, no, 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 we have a chance to win a championship right now, they can do something in the trade deadline that other teams maybe aren't going to have those assets and, and could potentially take it to another level. So what the Warriors are doing, uh, it's uh, it's pretty interesting what they got working over there. And if you're the Lakers, all you can do is just, we got to keep worrying about ourselves. We got to make sure, hey, Russ, 30, 40 games from now, do you understand that there are certain things that you can do or cut back on that's going to be helpful. LeBron, are you healthy? You've already missed 50% of the season. You missed six of the first 12 games. Role players, do you guys all understand what your role is now and how key you're going to be down the stretch? Lakers, it's more just working with what they have to improve it. To improve it. I think with the Warriors, it's not just working with what you have and you're improving it. You have help coming in that can you know, be the difference. And the other thing they have too, Al, they've got culture, they've got fit. Right, the pieces seem to fit really well together. It's interesting what's happened with the Clippers, right? The Clippers got off to a terrible start, and since then they've been really good. They've won six games in a row. Paul George has been terrific so far. And you, you look at you look at what's going on there. Let's go back to the finals last year, right? When 
not the finals, the playoffs. Go back to the playoffs last year where you saw the Clippers who looked like they were going to do what they typically do, which is kind of fade out a little bit earlier than they probably should with the talent on their team. And then Kawhi goes down, and Paul George goes to another level. Mm-hmm. right? Paul George takes that team to a place they'd never been before. They go to the Western Conference Finals, and Paul George is really good. Paul George picks up this year, and he's better than that. He's MVP-level good. And I'm look, Clippers I'm, still in the league, or what? What do you? I don't. <laughs> yeah, no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yes, you do. And you look at the pieces that they have right now. After uh-huh. Paul George, who's their best player? Is it Luke Kennard? I mean, what, what are we talking about? This is not a team that's filled up with all stars and future Hall of Famers. Yeah, but the pieces fit pretty good. Pieces, and, and this reminds me of the Lakers because when Kawhi and Paul George are together. They're really similar players. They're both great, but there's a ton of redundancies in their games. And if one's doing something, that means the other guy can't really do it. When AD and LeBron got together, the fit made perfect sense. It's a, you know, it's like gears and a watch. They just go perfectly together. They don't do the same things, but what they do do complement what the other guy does really, really well. And then all of a sudden you start jamming in these other pieces, whether it's it's Russ or, or whoever else it might be. Some of them fit, some of them don't. I... It's not just let's go find the best players. That's part of it. But it's let's find the players that fit yeah, best fit. together. Sure, sure. And that's what, the, that's what the Warriors do. That's what the Clippers have managed to do over the last couple of weeks. And it's what the Lakers are trying to get done. Work in, uh, work in progress for the Lakers. By the way, Clippers, did you know this? They won six games in a row. Yeah. No, they're, they're playing great. Started one and four on the season. Now they're seven and four. They played Miami yesterday. Remember, Lakers played Miami on, what was that, Wednesday night. So they had back-to-back played played me yesterday you're right they're doing it i mean paul george and i have not spent that much time you know watching the clippers by any stretch of the imagination but the reality is <laughs> he's having as good of a season as anybody yeah. i think he's 27 points a game eight or nine rebounds a game four or five assists something along those lines so look uh, i'm watching that by the way if I, they handed out an mvp for 12 game seasons he'd be your guy <laughs> Let's, hey, uh, all right, MVP time. We've played 11% of in, the season. We're Paul George, in. MVP. I want to welcome in uh, Paul George for the 12th, 12th uh, game award. <laughs> Have By you, the way, uh, I, I did realize just something here. So when I would do the, the bang, bang, yeah. It, of course that was not my creation. I knew I heard it from somewhere, but I'm like, where the hell? You're talking, you stole it from Mike Breen. No. <laughs> No, oh. Mike Green is bang. That's right. what he does. You know what bang bang is? Mm. The Chappelle Show. Oh, you're right. <laughs> okay. Because somebody just tweeted, uh, I don't know what he said, Slee was making a lot of great points, bang bang, and it's Chappelle <laughs> doing it on, uh, or yeah, Dave Chappelle doing it on The Chappelle Show. That's very, very good. Um, last thought on the other thing we were talking about. I, yep. You ever seen the movie Miracle with Kurt Russell where he plays Herb Brooks in the 1980 hockey team, the Disney movie? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've okay. seen that. Yeah, it, and it's a great movie. It's, it's, it's really, really fun. It's a good sports mm-hmm. movie and kind of takes you back to a, a different era and a different time. But he has a great line in the movie that I think is apropos of what we're talking about. When he's putting together his team and one of the other guys, these aren't even the best players. And he says, I'm not looking for the best players. I'm looking for the right ones. It, it, it's always resonated with me. It, it is such a good line. I'm not building sure. an all-star team. I'm building a team. But can I, I have tell to... you something? Can I, can I in, interrupt on that point? Like, I'm going to go back to this, and I think we were doing it with Odell Beckham. And I don't think this is that much different for the Lakers as well. Certain franchises feel they can put together a squad different than another team. They could take chances. And I, I say that because – 
maybe for the Lakers, I actually wouldn't even put the Lakers in this category. You know I'd put in this category? LeBron thinks he can build a certain team because he was doing it in Cleveland. He was doing it in Miami. He's doing it in the second stint with Cleveland. He's bringing in guys. I'm not saying that, listen, there, there have been times where they've been perfect fits with LeBron James. And then there's other times where LeBron is, I just need this type of talent and let me work with it. I almost feel for the Lakers, it is LBJ saying, I'll take my chances with this player. I'll take my chances with that player. And, and you know, obviously there's still a long way to go. And, and LeBron has only got to see 50% of the game so far. Yeah, I agree with all that. You know what else LeBron does? Is he's he, You're right about him. Okay, give me this guy. Give me that guy. Bring me this talent, this piece, this, but that piece. Okay, great. He's also want to say, this doesn't work. Get him out. He he moved he moved Dwayne Wade out of yep. Cleveland. Yep. <laughs> it, it happened, and that's Dwayne Wade. That's his guy, right? That, I mean, these are guys that want. He won. looked at his resume. They were both sitting in front of each other. I said, "Listen, you've had an incredible resume. You just didn't nail it in the interview. You just didn't do it. Let's get him out of here." Let's yeah, he had an internship, here. but he didn't get the job at the end of the uh, internship. They said, "Yeah, thank thank you for your time. Good luck uh, wherever it is that, that you make end sure." Up. It's, listen, it's school credit wise, put us down there. We'll we'll get that approved. We'll get this that approved is, here. This is a tremendous factor cap, which we're going to do next. Which guy do you despise more, Carlos Correa or Jose Altuve? I might have to take a tie. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee on seven ten ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Not Al. He just wants to be alone in his home, shades drawn, having a glass of ice water, just hanging out doing nothing. That's how I'm else I'm using you in my text messages. So if a text <laughs> comes in, I don't know actually that you. I won't get an alert. Well, you you, you kind of put me in an awkward spot earlier today mm-hmm. when when well, first of all, Chris outed me in the open by telling him, by telling you guys that I sent him a text because Chris and I have certain we share certain appetites. Well, if people are just tuning in, he had a full two liter of Coke <laughs> and he I wish had that would have been one full <laughs> pizza, one full pizza on half, his own, a half Costco a pizza. pizza. Half a pizza, a couple of old fashions. It was it was a pretty nice night. Watch the football. Watch the Anaheim Ducks beat hard the Kraken. To the hoop. You yeah. went hard to the hoop here. What, what's going? On? It's a Thursday night, and you. No, it wasn't. No, that's that's not hard to do. It's back no, it's, at Santa Barbara. Drinks. It's a few drinks and it's a pizza. It, well, look, it's it's probably not the best look for me. But what what are you going to do? And oh, you didn't. You didn't. I slipped it in there. You didn't respond to it. My Anaheim Ducks beat the Kraken last night. I got to watch that. By the way, I love saying the Kraken. It's just a, such a cool a great, name. That's a fantastic. Name. It, it's a pretty cool. Sometimes, name. sometimes you know, uh, whether it's you're adding a franchise, whatever the case is, or maybe you're renaming whatever. 
most of the time they don't get it right. No, they got it right. With the or Rams. they get it so it's so benign, like the Carolina yeah. Panthers. It's just benign. Like it's it's fine. It is what it is. Panthers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, fine. But the that's Kraken? better than that's, that's better than getting it wrong. Oh, you know what it, I mean? It, like yeah. yes. Yes, wrong is worse, that. but Kraken mm-hmm. is uh, Kraken is a huge win. ESPN win. Radio brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear Hotline. Let's do a little factor capsule. Hey guys, Emily. Emily. what's going on? <laughs> uh, not much. I did not eat four slices of pizza last night. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no. yeah, Travis so. was telling me during hey. the break. He's like three a.m. He woke up. He's like, I, I, I don't feel good. I, I did. I, I, three a.m. I get up and I hit the tums and the time and all. I'm like, this is probably not a great idea, but I, I'm in a good mood today. I feel great. <laughs> That's it. You're and feeling I, better now. And sorry, I can't come to the Laker game on Sunday. I have some uh, games that I'm coaching for water polo, so I can finally understand. actually see them. <laughs> Does your They'll water understand. polo team have a team name? Are you guys like the Sharks or something? We're like just the Rose Bowl Aquatic Center. <laughs> okay. Like, go, One, two, three, go, go Rose, Rose Bowl. Bowl Aquatic Center. <laughs> sharks. I'm calling them the Sharks. Okay. So up first, <laughs> cubed ice is better than crushed ice. Travis, factor cap. Uh, what are we making? Because it depends. Uh, generally speaking, yes, cubed ice, uh, that would be fact. But Okay. I have a lot of weird deals in my life, but I have extensive takes on ice cubes. Okay, this is a very important topic for me. How much time do we have here? Because I feel like this will take us to 12.15. (laughs) I can take it way past that if you want me to. The best ice, if we're just making like you want a a Coke or something, right? You are Mm -hmm. something like that. Or those those ice cubes that are shaped like bells. They have the little depression in the top of them, and they're solid, and they're about the size of a thimble. Those are number one. Number two is just your regular square ice cube. Number three, if you want to get something really cold really fast – are those pellets like we have in the office. And then the worst kind is the kind that comes out of your refrigerator. It's all cloudy and terrible. And you can turn that into your crushed ice if you want. But the ice in your drink is everything. Like we've talked about the sandwich with the bread, how important that is. Your cocktail success or failure is a large part based on what kind of ice we're using to make it. Uh, Emily Cubed Ice, thank you for <laughs> your participation. I appreciate everything. Uh, crushed ice is just too small. Sometimes I'm trying to have a drink. Okay, what's, what's going on here? How about it's that little mold where you get a perfect sphere and you put it in your cocktail? That's always fun. Do you have one of those, Trav? <laughs> Come on, Em. Come on. Of course I have one of those. <laughs> well, you got the ones. Uh, and, wait, you talking about the ones for bourbon, too? The yeah. The big ones for bourbon? Oh, yeah. Those yeah. Are those are there, a buddy of mine yeah, has one that's the, the sphere, but it's got a mold on the inside. Mm-hmm. And when you take off the mold, it's the Death Star. It's it's awesome. Not it's bad. pretty cool. That's not bad. All right. And that's a low-key way to show your fandom. That's a good way to – that's, that's right. what I like. So some vid- videos are going around showing what baggage handlers do with your bag during flights. Obviously, no- nothing we ever want to see. But you would rather not think about what happens to your bag when you fly. Alan, is factor cap. Bro, I, don't, I really don't care. Like, if you guys want to open up my bag and take a look and be like, what's still you guys? You got a jacket, a couple underwear, and some socks. I, I It just – if it, you're wasting your time, and I'm not that interesting to look through my bag. All, all I'm asking for is this. If I'm checking in my bag, just do me a favor. By the time I get it back, it's in one piece, and we're all good to go. I'll grab that thing. You know what? Even if one of the wheels gone down, it's all right. I'll still drag it uh, just the way that it's going, and, and I'll take it back home. Trav, I, I don't. I could see. I, I have actually have no idea. I don't know if you're one of those people that's thinking about your bag during the entire flight. I that's the last thing on my mind. There are certain things that I'm a hundred percent comfortable not knowing about. What is happening in my bag below the plane is one of those things. Remember, I because it's just gonna. 
Every once in a while you'll get that seat next to the window where the conveyor belt and the stuff is going into the plane or coming off of the plane when you land. Yep. Yep. And they're throwing the stuff around. Like, for, if you put anything valuable in there, it's kind of on you. Like, if yep. you know, you've got a bottle of wine or something that breaks open and everything's pink because have, the wine uh, went everywhere. I have an antique set in here. Yeah, yeah that's diamond ring. Idea. Yeah, my engagement ring is in that bag. That's your problem. Don't put that in there. Uh, the, the worst part is if you ever travel with golf clubs and you see them pick up that bag. First of all, it weighs 800 pounds. Sure. And it's got about, I don't know, many hundreds of dollars worth of equipment in that bag and you see one guy throw it to the other guy and he misses it and it drops on the runway you're like well i need a new three wood need a, need a new putter that thing's off the rest of it i just restaurants airports what happens behind that door i'm just better off not knowing Re- look but restaurants that's a different one whatever happens behind that door that i don't want to think about right i really don't care what's in my luggage you know what i mean it's like not what's luggage. in it but the way that they toss it around like if, i mean i just don't put anything. Okay, in if you know how your I, underwear and shorts will be fine. Just throw that in the bag and keep. You it know in how it. you know how I worry about uh, robots for some things. Uh-huh. I think the when the day that the robots are just kind of quietly bringing everything in, dropping it, setting it nice and neat, that day will happen for the the airport or, or the airplane world. I'm not too concerned about it. All right. Up next, when you park at a grocery store, you park as far away as possible because you need to get your steps in. Travis, this is Factor Cap. I count my steps everywhere I go. Went to the mailbox, that's a workout. I walk from the kitchen to the bathroom, workout. If I go upstairs to downstairs, workout. So, yeah, I'm okay. First of all, I park away from the grocery store as far, not as far away as I can, but not close because... I don't want everyone to bang into my car with the cart and everything else and the little old ladies that don't look where they're going. I, I park as far away as I, as I possibly can. But, yeah, I'd like to count my steps. I'm that guy. Trav, I used to be uh, a guy like you that everywhere I went, I had my app and, I, you know, just making sure that, okay, did I, did I get to 10,000 steps? How did I do today? 6,000? You know, they're doing the averages. Hey, this week you're averaging around 8,000 steps, all that stuff. Close the rings on your Apple Watch. Then I reached a point. By the way, on the Apple Watch, I don't need you to tell me breathe. Okay, I am breathing. All right, I got it. I understand that I'm breathing. I don't need you to tell me to get up. All right, if I'm in the middle of something at work, I can't get up right now. Time um, to stand, Al. Time to stand. Yeah, time to stand. Time to stand. Um, I park far in grocery stores because there is nowhere to park, and it's a lot easier for me to park and then just take a stroll and walk from there. I am not doing it because I'm counting my steps and. Uh, it sounds like there are people who are very religious. I used to be. I used to be one of those that the steps were a big deal. Now I'm, I'm not paying as much when attention. When you're motivated, it's awesome because it will make, oh, I've only gotten 6,000 in. That's not you're nearly right. enough. Get up, you're go right for a walk. You're right about that. When you're but not when motivated. You're, oh. It's like, why are you humiliated? Why are you fat shaming me yeah. on my watch? This is, I do not need you to tell me how late. I don't need a quantitative value of just how lazy I've been today. How many steps? 175 and it's 7 o'clock at night? That's a problem. That doesn't feel great. That's kind of depressing. <laughs> All right. Uh, so last one. Uh, you despise Jose Altuve more than Carlos Correa. Alan, is his factor cap? I think that's fact. I don't know why Altuve I bothers do. me more than Correa. I do. You know what it is? I, I think Correa has a... Um, Maybe there's a piece of Correa, which we're gonna we're gonna talk about that conversation here. We'll 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 get into that here in just a second. But I think it's I don't know what it is about Altuve, but he he annoys me more. Correa has this. If there's one thing, and I'm not trying to give Correa any credit at all, 
But Correa has this kind of You're hey, on. I rally, I rally up the troops. I, you know, I wait at the. I'll wait to make sure that I'm congratulating each other. Like, I, I see more of that. Altuve has a, I don't know, maybe the nose is up in the air. I, I, I can't really describe it, but I think Altuve I despise more than Correa. Uh, it's fact that Altuve is more despicable than Correa. And there's another part I want to add to that, and it's this. Jose Altuve's explanation for his deal was ridiculous. Sure. When, when, when he went yard off of Chapman and was clutching the top of his jersey, like, don't tear my jersey off, and everyone went, oh, that's because he's got the buzzer. No, 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 no. I'm very modest. I'm very modest. You, you don't understand. It would be very embarrassing for me to have shown my, my, my chest and my shoulders. My wife would be terribly embarrassed if any other human beings saw my, my bare chest and, and back. And you go on his Instagram page, and he's all over the beach and everything. It's like, come on, bro, this is ridiculous. And then it was, oh, he'd got a new tattoo. It's just the lies were they, – they, they stood were, out more than the other lies? They were offensive on top of offensive. Mm. Carlos Correa got caught and basically went, I don't care. I'm still better than you. Mm. And there, there, there was no contrition, mm-hmm. but at least it was a, eh, yeah, what are you going to do about it? There's an odd respect that goes along with him just basically giving the middle finger to everybody. Mm. Like, yeah, he got me, but I'm still awesome, and uh, what are you going to do? And by the way, Alex Bregman's worse than, worse than both of them. So there, there's, the, there's the answer to that. All right, speaking of Carlos Correa, uh, we touched on this a little while ago. Yep. Corey Seager's a free agent. Trey yep. Turner is going to be a free agent at the end of next season. Mm-hmm. Carlos Correa is a free agent right now. If Corey Seager bounces... Dodger fans okay with maybe bringing him in to replace Corey Seager? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. It's a great name for a hot sandwich for sure, but you're, deli- like, you're equally parts amazed and just terribly worried. Good. Yeah, this isn't good. Well, this is coming, uh, so coming, that was a different place. To that, a that sandwich was, near you, by the way, soon. That was a spot that somebody just hit us up on Twitter and said, uh, and I don't even think it might not have even been in California. I think the guy was might have been in Tennessee or something like that. So, with that being said, the one at Howland Rays is Howland is the hottest one there. So mm. that's the that's yeah, don't like not that. good. Yeah, I had good. the medium, and I've still and it was, gosh, so medium four there years ago, I, three years ago. I think medium there's. I want to say two to three more levels after medium. Not yeah, good. Yeah, this not good. Buddy. Great idea, Al. You know what we should do after that? We should go play on the freeway or run around on an active train track and see what happens next. Because I don't why, – why you've decided that us eating something that's going to cause physical pain, I don't quite understand the fascination with this. 
Yeah, it's it, again uh, awful idea, and uh, and and you could put this one on me, hundred percent. This one could, already you have. could put on me. <laughs> already have. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support veterans with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program. It's now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping vets in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. All right, so Plasky wrote about this in the Times this morning. Um, and you and I kind of touched on it, I don't know, it was last week or a couple of weeks ago, the idea of bringing in a guy like Carlos Correa and could in, and, or the Yankees bringing in a guy like Carlos Correa. The Yankees are in the market for a shortstop as well, potentially. Um, Corey Seager may leave. He may go somewhere else. We'll, we'll see. Hopefully not. Hopefully he stays here. He's a great player. And I, I get it. I get that Mookie Betts is a member of the Dodgers, and Mookie Betts was a member of the 2018 Red Sox, who also have a, a cheating thing that hangs over that uh, World Series as well. But I got to say, Al, the, the idea of bringing in Carlos Correa, I, I, I understand the concept of letting stuff go. Does it make our team better? Yes, bring him in. He, you know, he was the enemy before, but now he's on my, he's wearing my jersey. He's on my squad. He's my brother. Okay, fine. I, I get that most of the time. We see guys that have played for the Dodgers and Giants, bitter rivals. It happens all the time. Whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is this not terribly different? Is this not just a totally, this isn't just a guy that beat you in a big moment. And, and I wish I had a more delicate way to analogize this, but this is the equivalent of catching your neighbor in your house in a uh, illicit moment and you inviting him to the barbecue the next day and then him telling all the neighbors what was going on and him bragging about what he was doing and him kind of winking every time you walk through him, hey, remember that time that I, uh, air quotes, stole the World Series from me? I can't get past this one. I can get past you doing a lot of things, beating me. Maybe even we, we had an argument. Maybe we had a fight, Okay. But I can't get past this one. This is this is a mortal wound, and it's not just that you did it; it's that you go out of your way to rub it in people's faces. That you just have never once said, "You know what? I made a huge mistake, and I've regretted it every day. I wish it never happened." It's yeah. Oh well. What? What? You don't think everybody else is doing it? You don't think that you would do it? Given the it, it's a despicable act, and I just can't get past it. So th- this is the problem. With it. And look, part of the conversation, you're right, we did bring this up. A couple weeks ago was a, kind of part of our, our conversation with us as we're um, right when the Dodgers, their season ended against the Atlanta Braves. You started looking, hey, Corey Seager, what's going to happen in that situation? Max Scherzer, Clayton Kershaw, we're bringing up all the players. And Bill Plaschke of the LA Times has an article on this right now that's talking about, you know what, no, I think they should bring if, – if Corey Seager says no – I think Correa should come play for the Dodgers. So this is a case that Plaschke's making. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, I, I, I'm with you on this. I think there's a there's a part of this conversation and a part of this, if Corey Seager decides, you know what, he's going to go play for the New York Yankees and he's going to go get a gazillion dollars to go, you know, whatever the case is, you have obviously Trey Turner, you have other options that you could have. And one of the cases Plaschke was making was, well, Trey Turner didn't have a good playoffs. He struggled for a couple of weeks and – that was part of his reasoning to say, go get the dude that has been clutch in the postseason or go get the dude that you can depend on in the postseason. That, that I think, is a separate conversation for a second. The Correa part is very simple to me. The last thing I think you want to do if you're the Dodgers is make them feel like it's okay. But yeah. If you brought Correa in and all of a sudden – you know, you have basically just said, here is $200 million, or here's whatever that, that dollar amount is. For you to say, here's Boy, X man. amount of dollars, 
this is one of the foundational dudes that stole a World Series from you. Yankee fans are going to feel the same way. Other people in Major League Baseball feel the same way. But the Dodgers obviously feel a certain way about the Houston Astros. You want to open the door? You want to welcome this guy in and say, you know what, we got over it? I, it I think co-signs you, his legitimacy. I was it, just going to say, yes. I, I think you just you, – you're going to make him – You'll you'll put it at least in his mind and others out there that even though you not just cheated, you cheated specifically against the Dodgers, we're still opening the door for you, and here's a bag full of cash to also help justify it. No, no you're you're right. It it does exactly that. That not only look if you, I'm pick, I'll pick a team at random. Let's just pick the if you, let's say it goes to the Angels. Okay, let's say Carlos Correa signs with the Angels. Whatever, fine. Get your money. He's a really good player. I get it. But you know what? You're still a no good, rotten, dirty cheater. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it and it it will not wash off. If you come to the Dodgers and the Yankees too, by the way, the Yankees would 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 offer this same sort of like retroactive immunity. If you come to the Dodgers, it's like, hey, listen, if the Dodgers have gotten over this, everyone else needs to get over this. If the Yankees can bring sure. this guy into their sure. clubhouse, the yep. rest of you need to let this go. It, it, was, it, it wasn't it was that bad. How bad could it be if they decided to bring him in? How much of an advantage did they gain if they're willing to look the other way of getting ripped off and bringing these guys in there? I think it's it's a very narrow lane of people you can just say no never that guy and carlos correa is a no never that guy for me well, and al you know how much i love the dodgers mm-hmm. you know how important the dodgers are to me i would never ever root for carlos i don't care how many home runs he hits i don't care how many how many plays he makes at shortstop i don't care if the second he comes here they go and they rip off two or three world series in a row all enjoy watching the dodgers win games i will never Root for that guy. So let let me let me throw this out because I think this is actually an interesting conversation because you might feel that way, you might feel a certain way. There might also be Dodger fans say that listen, get the hardware, go win a World Series. I don't care what it takes. At the end of the day, there it's not like every player in professional sports has the greatest um, you know morals coming in. It's not just sports; just I'm saying people in general. So let's throw this out to Dodger fans out there. If Corey Seager is not a part of the Dodgers' future and the Dodgers have a chance to go get Carlos Correa. Are you in for it or are you not in for it? 877-710-ESPN. We'll take some phone calls when we come back. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeva Show, 710-ESPN.